You're listening to Baltimore Traces. Baltimore changed since I've been away. Exploring what was. Once upon a time, on early Saturday morning like this, you wouldn't have walking room. What is. What can you add to something that's been here a hundred plus years? And what will be. Today's story. Lexington Market. Once upon a time, on early Saturday morning like this, you wouldn't have walking room in the market. It'd be so crowded, right? And it's, it's, it's kind of a shame, because uh, it used to be a meeting place for people, right? Where it was almost like spiritual. You come and meet your friends and hang out for the top of the morning and to noon, go home and do what you do. But yeah, so it, it changed, but I'm glad it's still here. Hi, I'm Kayla Filo. Today we bring you another edition of Baltimore Traces, Learning from Lexington. For those of you who don't know, Lexington Market is an iconic public space almost as old as Baltimore itself. Because of its iconic place in the community and its upcoming changes, we research the history, cultures, and stories of the market located in the west side of downtown Baltimore. Like, and plus you see uh, a more variety of uh, ethnic people now. Everybody used to come to the market one time, Hispanics, whites, Right, blacks, everybody used to be in the market at my time. Now the ethnicity thing is mostly black people that come to the market. So how long have you been coming to Lexington Market? Oh, I'm 55 years old and I used to come down here with my grandmother to carry shopping bags back home. Yeah, all my life. Uh, ever since I could carry a shopping bag, I was six, seven years old. That's how long I've been coming here. And do you have a favorite Lexington Market memory? Yes, my dad used to, I don't know if the peanut, I don't think the peanut stand is outside anymore. And it, well, I don't go that way, so I just come in and go to work. Um, the memories with my dad bringing my, like, it was seven of us, and it was a treat to come down with my dad. So we had to stop there to get the peanuts. I would go to the bakery over here and get the rainbow cake. And uh, we used to have fun and just eat lunch down here with my father. So it's been several years, I mean, years since I've been down here, yeah. So I'm hoping I ask the questions. <laughs> uh, is is there anything you're worried about losing with the current market when it uh, is torn down? No, not at all. In the eyes of both customers and vendors, the market isn't what it used to be. What are some of the things that you need to think need to be done? Like other than the two things you said. Those are so the two big things. Those are the only no, things. No, after that, they need some lipstick on the pig. They need to you know clean the place up fix the ceiling, they need better lighting, they need better exterior lighting. You know, that stuff's easy. Um, but the, if, if you don't have the right food and you're not open when your customers want you to be open, you're not serving a need. Uh, but now is near here, the surround, I mean the surround uh, situation is uh, 
growing up to more, you know, the young generation, and uh, you know, the because, uh, for example, it's near the University of Maryland. So maybe we have to change it. So it's a very kind of controversial, <laughs> yeah. Because in the future, definitely in it, it must be you know the change. But now, I mean, it's a kind of you know what 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 can I say? Uh, it's a changing now. So so it's a uh, as a, a one of a vendor is very hard. Yeah, because I have to prepare in the future, and also I have to uh, keep the you know the traditional, the you know, the business. So, but anyway, the big plan is uh, if I think a big plan, maybe market has been changed, must be changed. Yeah. Uh, and have you heard of the new Lexington market? Yeah. And what do you think of the new market? Um, I think it's needed. I mean, there's this this building's you know. There's certain parts of this building that are run down and stuff, but um, from the blueprints that I've seen of the market, it's uh, pretty fantastic. Um, but I don't know how well that translates into like food. I guess I don't know. I think it has too many windows or something. But other than that, it looks pretty good. I don't know. Just the just the general the area could be cleaned up. You know. Um, Safety issues. Um, I mean, safety issue goes around. The, I mean, that's just the whole city in general too. But um, if you're coming here and spending money, you know, people want to feel safe. But no one wants to lose what made the market so special in the first place. So, um, do you have any thoughts about the changes to the market? Uh, kind of concerned. Mm -hmm. I'm very concerned. I don't want it to, you know, lose its soul. Oftentimes when you come across any business really, you have to consider whether or not it has its natural, original personality as time goes forward. You know, you lose a lot of the home style feeling that you would have. It goes commercial. I wouldn't want Lexington Market to go commercial. But, I mean, you gotta think about business and who cares about home style when dollars are concerned, some people. What's one thing that you would like to see changed about the market? Changed? I wouldn't want to see much changed. I just would like to see uh, more, like change far as like what you mean, like? Like aesthetics or certain shops that they uh, offer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they should uh, put a mall in there. I think it should be a shopping mall where people can buy clothes and make it a whole experience, a whole Baltimore experience. There should be a museum inside of there to give you the, the education on Baltimore and Lexington Market and how it's world famous, all that, everything. They should have a, a learning center in there, everything. It should be Lexington Market world famous. Why not have every outlet in there for the locals and out-of-towners? What are you most worried about losing when they go to do all this construction on the market? The history of downtown. The history of downtown. Because I really enjoyed used being down here. The history, right? the authenticity of the building, right? the cobblestone streets. It's, you're going to miss a whole lot of things. The people mainly, you know, but people, you know, everybody changed different places, different times, but the people. The people, like, uh, I would never see some of the people I know if I wouldn't come downtown. 
if I'm going to come to you tomorrow. When you look at this artist rendering that we uh, that we showed you in the back, is that is that what you think of Lexington when you think of remodel or, or a new Lexington, or do you have a, a different idea of it in mind? Uh, to be honest, uh, it looks like the harbor. If I wanted to go to the harbor, then I would go to the harbor. You get what I'm saying? I would go to the gallery or something of that sort. I don't want to. I don't want a harbor for Lexington Market. I think Lexington Market has a rustic feel but you know everybody wants to clean up and modernize or you know upscale it and it doesn't really need that sometimes old and dirty is good you know we don't want to think of it like that but it is during our time at lexington we heard a lot about the criminal activity that's gone on within the market officer green a lexington market security officer provided us with some context from the other side before when couple years back they didn't have that much security here because it, it wasn't as much of a need as, as it was like um, what, what caused the need just the, the crime in Baltimore the crime in Baltimore the drugs in Baltimore the uh, the addicts that we have here we, like, we have a, it's a methadone clinic across the street that wasn't always here so when they put that there, it brought a different element down, downtown to the market. And with that element comes other things. So we're, we're treating them over here. Then you have the younger crowd that's been hanging down here now, or like what I call them all the, the drug dealers that got pushed out of their neighborhood. So they, they come downtown where they can operate where it's not that many police at. So it's like a little, like an open air drug market for them. So it's like, so like, I mean, they, they, can, they can operate, cause it's, it might be, like we have police assigned to us, like a couple of four or five man unit. But as we get downtown, it's 2,000 or 2,500 people a day. Just in, I mean, just in a, like a four or five block radius. We got five officers, we got some of the university cops to come up and patrol through, but their job is to make sure that the university kids are good, university staff is good. Baltimore City has all of this, and, and along with us. We have a couple guys that are commissioned officers who can you know, affect arrests and do stuff like that, but it's, it's like a lose-lose battle. In 2016, the mayor of Baltimore announced a new plan for Lexington Market, build a new market on the parking lot, and then tear down the current one. We talked to Robert Thomas, the executive director, and to Stacey Pack, the property manager, about what they hope the new market will be like. It's not even so much what the market looks like, but how it functions. And how it functions is as a market that's welcoming to people all up and down the socioeconomic scale. We're moving in and out um, seamlessly. We're offering things that, that people want from a quick sandwich to the regular comfort food, the things that are a little more exotic. Um, and we're offering spices and things and, and ingredients. We, um, in my vision for this and in terms of best practice, uh, where I've seen in other markets, we're going to have to reestablish strong connections to farmers, whether they're urban, urban farmers or rural farmers or both, 
we have to get that back because that's really part and parcel of what a public market also should be doing. We want to have economic impact, not just in the immediate area, but for all those who are working the farms and those who are in the supply chain. It's also a place where the stroller brigade can be happy. That's what I call the moms with, with young moms normally, with strollers. Come in, you're welcome, get what you need, get a kid's meal, get your meal, get something nutritious for your child. And over in our, I don't know, grocery section, um, a place that has school kids coming through to see some of the stuff that's actually being produced on site or made on site or created on site. I think all voices will be heard. And then the tricky piece is figuring out the best way um, to move forward that accomplishes the goals for the master plan and at the same time making it a space that really does welcome all people and make it, you know, an economic, um, you know, a, a place where merchants can thrive and customers can come and that can really be a, a special place for the city of Baltimore and carry on that tradition that it's had for over 200 years. We then asked how Thomas would respond to customers who are interested in change, but cautious about how it'll be carried out. I agree with him. I'd be cautious too, but I'd, I'd also say that we want to make sure that the market offers what people need first, and then offers what people want after that. So we're not trying to subtract, we're actually trying to add, and add more of what people are looking for, and what serves the community well. In the end, Lexington Market has not only provided food and produce in the heart of Baltimore, but has also given residents a place to gather for generations. Reception to the upcoming changes has been mixed, but customers seem optimistic, so long as there remains the place they always knew. Um, for me, Lexington Market is kind of like an embodiment of the spirit of Baltimore. In Baltimore, you really have the get up and go attitude. A lot of the residents, as far as I've you know encountered, don't necessarily have the easiest ways of uh, succeeding in life. But it's the will, it's the drive that a person has that makes them go out and get and achieve. Um, Lexington Market, you look around at all of the business shops and you look around at all of the faces, it's that same spirit, it's that same drive, it's that same get up, go, I don't know what the day is going to bring, but, you know, let's hope for the best. Learning from Lexington has been a part of the Baltimore Traces projects in association with University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Funding provided by the Hrabowski Innovation Grant and Breaking Ground Grant. Today's show was produced by Elizabeth Cusick, Miranda Sapino, and Elizabeth Reidinger. Our editor and director of sound design is Adam Dromberg. A special thanks to Calvin Perry and Christina Quagan. And thank you to everyone who took the time out of your day to lend your voices and share your thoughts. I'm Kayla Filo. Thank you for listening.